0: You're listening to Brock and Sog, Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. Waiting on Pete Carroll. who should be here in just a moment to cross. By all accounts, everybody in this organization is very happy right now. We kind of started off the 7 o'clock hour talking about that. And and I think it is relevant to kind of think about why and, and sort of where this program has been over the course of the last 10 years. Not that Pete doesn't handle some of the turbulence well. I think he thrives on a lot of that. But if you go back, and for me, I don't know, maybe you have a different starting point. I just was thinking about the Cam Chancellor holdout. It seemed like the beginning of turbulence. Not necessarily mm-hmm. that it was bad, But you had contract disputes and you had some of the, um, you know, credit pie needing to be divvied up. And you just had some of the, the back and forth and the need for accountability and who gets the credit. And then you have the rust stuff and contract negotiations and expectations that necessarily weren't lived up to every year. And then the offense, like it's been a pretty stressful decade. Until all of the sudden last year, a lot of that clears. We heard about how it was like a, you know, the smoke lifting out after a fire and all of a sudden the rain comes in and everything kind of quiets down. And this year you sort of dig out from under that rubble.
1: Yeah, and you find young cornerstone pieces last year, right? I mean, you you found your left tackle in your right tackle. You found Helps. your your all pro corner as a rookie in the fifth round. I think I think you add, you know, coming off of some drafts where yeah, you found guys. You still had hits with Frank Clark and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, but man, to have it in that entire group and to have Ken Walker, you know, finish second in, in rookie of the year offensively as well. So that that adds to it, right? When you when you then bring in the young people, you're like, oh yeah, this kind of feels like 11 and 12 again. You know, we kind of have a Sherm and we kind of have a Cam and we kind mm-hmm. of have a KJ and we kind of have some young studs here that are pros, that are great players, that that love the game of football. And then, you know, you add to it this year with a with a class that I think many feel equally is good about and certainly the football character off the charts with so many of these picks. Well, uh, we don't have a
0: special open forum today, but uh, we do have Pete Carroll, coach, sitting down with us right now here on Brock and Salk, Sales Sports on 710. Good morning, coach. How are you? Good. You know, I don't need something special. every day. You don't you need know? a special I'm open. Okay. Usually you like to know who's sponsoring you. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> <We get> pizza <laughs> sometimes. You never know. S- what are we selling? <laughs> you never know what we're selling. Uh, you got some rookies here?
2: Uh, almost. They're arriving. They're arriving. Uh, yeah, they're coming in. We'll, we'll get them uh, by about noon. They'll be here doing physicals and getting acclimated, and away we go tonight. Meetings at 5.30, man, we're going to roll. Who are you most excited to get eyes on in person? Um, well, knowing the, knowing what we know about, about our class, um, there's some uh, the free agent guys that I'm fired up about, you know, and, and I want to see how they how they can add to it. You know, those those surprises that you get, you know, is there a Doug Baldwin out there, or Jermaine Kirsch, you know, one of those guys that just comes out of – out of that end of it, and and, and makes a big imprint, you know, and changes, you know, like uh, a guy. I loved Joey Blunt last year. who had a big factor for us, you know, when when he was healthy. And also, are there a couple guys in there that add to the class? So I'm
1: I'm wide open. Is some of that, Pete, because you have had eyes on so many of your draft picks. You have spent so many months on those guys, and all the background and all the. Dialogue and all the work that goes into those draft picks that that maybe you don 't have your eyes quite as much on these undrafted uh, guys at well come i, I don 't know
2: if if you would nail me down i 'm not watching my guys very closely, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, no we do I have much more information and background on those guys, and so I kind of know what to expect there more so than guys that we uh, that we were able to to nail here there 's some really interesting kids and, and uh, so we 'll see how that goes and it, this is just this is, i mean such anticipation this is such a big deal this is a blast. And every bit of it. The meetings are fun, uh, seeing how they respond to how we do things, and, and then seeing how they go with the workload. And then now they're picking things up, and we'll start imaging how they're going to fit in, and, and all of that. that's really exciting. It's really fun stuff. After all and, and, and years, it's still fun. Remember, it's still fun. Well, hold on a sec. There are stories that they're going to unveil for themselves. You know, the, the, This is a great moment for these guys. And, and to, to be part of that unveiling for them and for us and all is really exciting. Sorry. How do you spot the leaders? Oh, they'll 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 show they'll show. What do you look for? They'll they'll show in their confidence that they that they exude. You know, and and uh, uh, I mean, we'll start right off in the meetings. You know, we'll have them introduce themselves. You know, and, and everything counts. They're going to hear about that. You know, and it's everything they do is going to show us something of who they are, what they're all about. So there's no one way, but there, but it'll be obvious for the guys that are really the ones. You
0: can know? you so. can you think of guys over the years who have started to show you some of those leadership qualities or something specific you noticed in the past in something like a rookie minicamp? Absolutely, Will, you know, yeah. They they'll they'll show you, you know, and and uh they'll
2: the guys who have the, the background and the confidence and the success in their in their history, they'll push it to the front, you know, they we're looking for guys that have something to prove, you know, and then so they'll it'll come out in their play. It'll come out in their effort. It'll come out in the questions that they ask. There's a million ways. That's why this is such a, a, a live time for the coaching staff. We have to be so on the, the observing what's going on, you know, listening and watching and all of that. So it's really cool. To, hey, we kind of left our boy hanging out there. You, are you okay? Brock? There? Brock, I'm doing all right. No, don't I'm worry about rock. Yeah. You, you, you just ignore him. He's <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> just a floating This is your
1: 14th deal. Rookie minicamp here. 14th year, Pete. 14th That's crazy. 14th, how different is for you, for you, your staff for your continuity for everything that you know how different do you go about this one beginning today than i don't know can you even remember your first rookie minicamp 14 years ago
2: you know i'll just give you an example I'm, i'm here just before i came here i was i'm putting my nose together for the meeting tonight. Okay, and I've done this meeting 14 times, right? And, and but I'm telling you, I, every word that I'm putting down in the way that it fits and, and I came up with something that I really liked that I haven't seen in this particular manner before and I mean I'm jacked about this meeting, you know, because this kicks the whole thing up and all these these kinds of, of the little events that happen within the the weekend are crucial, you know, and i We've already have planned what tomorrow morning's meeting is like and how we're gonna intro and going into that one, to to try to capture these guys, you know, and and to see if they can latch on to to what we're all about and this juice that we you know we ask these guys to bring in and, and, and you know. in. You know, kind of acquire you know the, what it's like to be a Seahawk. You know, and uh, this whole process is just exciting. I mean, listen to me. I'm mean, not sound like been, this is the first one I've ever done. You That's sound. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> it feels like this is the first time I get to do this, and I got to kick ass in this meeting and, and in this camp. And and you know, I, I can't. Th- I ain't making this up. This is what it feels
0: like. I wish everybody <laughs> listening to this right now could see the glow emanating <laughs> from Pete. I got to tell you, I mean, we see you during the season and after wins, you're happier than after losses. But you're pretty even keeled, I would say. And at least by the time you come in here, I'm sure that the losses eat at you a little bit. But yeah, they do. when you see the, the glow that Pete has right now, oh, it's so do you remember? Do you like remember? A the real, this is we're, you this really is, do like this us. is real
2: enthusiasm right in front of you.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, I kind of was commenting on this earlier, and, and this is not a Russ conversation, but it does feel like some of the turbulence of the last not just the last year or two with Russ, but the last decade of contract negotiations and you know sort of credit pie all the things that were just not necessarily bad but just turbulent around here it feels like some of that has lifted and you can concentrate on just some of the motivating and some of the things you're talking about it's now.
2: interesting that you say it like that because it, it does feel new it does feel clear and, and there's a clarity to it that, that it is really exciting and going out on the field with these guys again today we're going to go out today and and, and you know do a, a phase two day you know which is kind of fake football you know but uh to see these guys on the field and, and when they come together at the end of it and the offense and defense they break down on their own and then they come together and watch these guys greet and meet each other uh, again at the end of another workout uh there 's something to it and there's a i 've been saying this that this this has been a special group there 's been an unveiling of this kind of the newness you know that that it it's, it just is it's just, it 's the real deal and uh, and i like I like our the guys that are lining up at these spots too now <laughs> i 'm pretty excited about <laughs> you know the depth and the competition of it and this is going to be a really really fast team uh it 's going to be fun to watch them they 're going to be exciting to see on both sides of the football all aspects. Um, so it's, it's nothing but fun time right now, and so uh, I, it's finally here. Gosh, we finally got the minicamp, so it's good.
1: So the rookies get in today, meetings tonight, on the field the next three days. Have you gotten much of a chance to see the totality of the whole roster, right? You, you mentioned kind of phase one and where you're at. I get all confused. Uh, you know, can you be on the field? Can you have a ball? Can you do anything? How much have you gotten to see the the entirety of your roster?
2: Well, the, the difference between draft day when we had 52 guys on the roster and, and what it is now, it's it's a little bit overwhelming that we have so many guys and so many new people that you know, there's an extra almost 40 guys that just joined us. So, uh, there, that's, you know, you know, it's a challenge to figure it all out. And, and we're not putting taped names on their helmets, but, you know, we, we'll, we got to figure them out here as we go. And, uh, um, so i I got to put them in situations where they got to show us who they are that's that 's what it 'll start out i mean tonight they 'll be out there they 'll be competing and they 'll be you know doing their introductions and they 'll get a chance to get up and stand up in front of the rest of the fellas and and it all is underway and, and so we'll, i can 't that i got them all nailed right yet, but uh,
0: by the end of the weekend we will all right it 's been whatever it is thirteen years of these conversations i 'm still not very good when it comes to the scheme stuff and asking you about it but i I, I need to ask you about the defensive scheme and Specifically up front, what kind of players up front, <laughs> what, what body types, et cetera, what skills are you looking for at the defensive tackle, defensive end, and maybe even outside linebacker position in Mike, this This would take it. This would take an hour. To I expect. know it probably okay. would, well, but I kept uh, hearing from uh, people all offseason. Oh, capsules. that guy doesn't
2: fit the scheme. Since Arkansas, okay, that goes oh. back to Monty Kiffin. Oh, oh, oh. The holes, oh hold all on, all on a there.
1: second. Pete, yep. hold on one second. Yep. I got to tell you. We were in Arizona. i got to tell you this really quickly, and then okay. just remember Arkansas. I was in Arizona, spring training, took an Uber to the Mariners' fields. The Uber driver was a D-lineman who played in, in Arkansas in the 70s. I'm like, you did? Did you play for Monty Kiffin? He's like, did I play for Monty Kiffin? He was my D-line coach. Monty (laughs) Kiffin was smoking cigarettes in the sauna with sweatsuits. Monty (laughs) Kiffin was the greatest ever. Da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, were you there by any chance? Oh, Pete Carroll loved him. Guys loved him. You should have seen the energy he had back then. I ran into some D-tackle on your Arkansas team in the 70s, and I just had to share that with you. So, sorry. There wow. you go. I had to get all that right. off my chest. So this goes back so to So anyhow, back to Arkansas. Yeah. Nothing's changed?
2: <laughs> well, no, what I would try to define for you is that we have always been a 4-3 scheme that plays with 3-4 personnel. Right. That I know. Okay, that, that's to, that's to maintain another position. That instead of being a 4-3 down lineman, we would like to have that fourth guy be an athlete that can really run and move and all that. So it's always been a, a, an intention to kind of maintain that to get as much speed on the field as possible. So in, so in that... Uh, that's kind of the over, overview of it, and you could look at it right through the days of that. And when and you say those
0: guys, that that extra guy who's a little bit uh, more athletic, outside backer that can rush the passer, yes, that's Cliff, been Willie McGinnis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. That yeah. was all
2: kind, yeah. Chris Clemens, yeah, uh, Bruce. I mean, all, all of okay. our guys. You know, those those are those types of guys. That's to maintain as much athleticism as you can get on the field. And, well, how did that, that, be... that change last year? It it, it didn't. It didn't. It, it didn't. No. It, it what changed last year was that we in the influx of more coverage concept that we used to do okay that we just reinvented for us and it, it was there was a process to it that is in really good shape right now i'm jacked about how where we are now with putting it all together we there was a time here where you watched this we we had uh, evolved into a pretty simplistic way of playing, and we we kicked butt with it, and it worked out great, and, and our, our players matched up and, and all that. And then I lost coaches on both sides of the ball, and they took our scheme everywhere, and people knew how to get after it because we really had some real intricacies about it that made it unique and all. And so um, – We've just adapt. We just continue to grow and adapt. You got to keep getting better, you know. So, so that's where we've changed. So then, in terms of being up front, but the
0: two gap, one gap. That's thing, what I want it, to ask We're, about.
2: we're, we're connected to, to in in that. The best I ever had it was when I was at San Francisco years ago, because of the background of the teaching that had been really oriented to the front play, and uh, that's why Danny Quinn was so important to us when we made the transition to come here and all that, because he had been schooled there with bill mcpherson and that meant that the guys up front played really good solid technique but could also one gap and get up the field and they had a way of of combining that teaching that we that at sc i had to leave because eddie ogeron was a one gap guy okay i mean there's all these stories i mean it just takes forever to tell you but and so what what we've always been open to is the Clint can coach all of it, like Danny Quinn. These he's this. He's got that same background, and so we have we have the way to use the different principles of techniques based on the players that we have, and we don't want to ask guys to do things that they're not good at. So so we adapt as we go, and, and the flexibility and the history of the of of our scheme allows us to have that open to to us, and we can. So there'll them. be some two so, gap. There'll yes, be some one yeah, gap. Yeah, there'll yeah, be some good. penetration. In, in particular, uh, uh, Jay Reed is a fantastic. Technique player on the line of scrimmage, and he's a good one-gap guy. He's a good two-gap guy, and so we'll use him in in those ways to, you know. And you're going to see a uh, Cam Young. You're going to see him. He, he We think he is. At, well, I got to find out <laughs> this weekend. We start. <laughs> well, you know, we we see him as a guy who can play one-gap and two-gap stuff. And so to have a couple players like that that can be featured in the system allow other guys to do other things. And so that's It's not as simple as you know. We're not a a, a single gap playing the team anymore we, we there was a time when back at sc as we came back here and danny was here i could incorporate the stuff that we had done because it gives us more flexibility so, we're a really smart system and i want to be able to use the stuff to put the players in the best position so that they can be at their best
0: and so that's that's how it's Brock, going. why don't you just explain it to me like that now i get it so what <laughs> felt different to
1: me last year pete and you can shoot this down what felt and looked different to my eye was a little more what they call bare front the last year it felt like you slid guys down a little bit more you played a little more of a bare front with a with a true odd and, and guy. is that accurate or is that inaccurate no, compared to previous the, the, years?
2: in the last 3 years um, we have we've featured it and you just didn't catch it but in the last 3 years we've featured it's been some of the best stuff that we've done and it it did fit it's why this all happened the way it did but it did fit the the scheme that uh, that really Clinton and Sean had had the background in with mm-hmm. uh you know with Vic, and so it, we we were able to incorporate it just was a lot of transition in a short amount of time and, and we're just way better tuned in. We'll be better at so this
0: look at these edge guys that you've got, and it seems like you've got some a lot of dudes with some slightly different talents right between Chenna and Boye Mafe and Daryl Taylor, and now add Derek Hall into that, and I'm probably missing a few other guys that you could put in there specifically with those four. How do their skills sort of differ in terms of putting them in the best not, position? Not, not as much as they're the same. I think they're
2: more the same, than, more they, the same. Than, than they are different. They're all, uh, have good speed. They're all athletic. They're all aggressive. They're all very strong fit, you know, guys, uh, that are flexible enough that they can rush the passer primarily, but they also have the ability to do some, some coverage stuff that we can mix in to make us multiple and, uh. Um, I see them more similar in, than than not. I think Derek uh, is is really a guy that kind of he captures a lot of um, what Boyer has and what Chenna has and, and what. Bruce had, uh, Bruce had, had last year as he came to us, and uh, uh, DT, you know, you're seeing him. He's going to fit really well. We want a rotation. I want those guys to be just fast and furious coming off the edge. And, and so they'll be outside backers in the 3-4 looks, and then they'll be outside defensive ends in the 4-3 in the looks that we play. And, and uh, they have the skill set to carry over
1: talk to me about the guys that line up behind all those big bodies to have Bobby Wagner back in the building. I don't think we've gotten to talk to you since that happened. Yeah. And then Devin Bush, who, you know, was a top 10 pick when he came out of school could absolutely fly. I saw him a bunch at Michigan. Tell me about those two and their fit within this group.
2: Well, it's, it, Without Jordan here, ready to practice with us, I mean Jordan Brooks is—he's a, a consummate young linebacker with speed and strength and agility and instincts and all that. He'll fit right in. It'll will be as competitive as you can get. But getting uh, Bobby back is a huge deal. It, It's—he—he's uh, he, such a, uh, a pro, and and he he just gives us the stability and the uh, the background that we need. To make sure that we know we're well coordinated in the games and, and orchestrated well with the, with his leadership, Devin is a is a really talented football player and top ten pick in the in the draft. A really fast kid, a different, a little bit different package. He's a little smaller than than uh, than the guys we've seen, but he's really built, thick and, and solid in uh, his legs and his lower lower body that gives him the punch that he has. Um, that's two good guys right off the bat. Johnny Radigan has come back to us in in the like the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> better than we've ever seen him. I mean, he, after his rehab year, he had a, an extraordinary offseason. He looks faster and stronger. He's going to be in there battling with us. Uh, 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 Levi Jones looks different this time around. Another really athletic kid. One of the fastest, most, most athletic, the tallest uh, of, of our guys is going to be fit. And he looks exciting on the field right now with us. So to have those guys, and there's going to be some, uh, you'll, you'll see some some excitement coming out of these, these free agent guys possibly uh, that we'll, we'll get the hoot about in a little But that group is really uh, it it really looks like we've made an advance. And uh, uh, meanwhile, don't forget Nick Bloor is in in the midst midst of all of that, too, uh, brings us
0: experience and background and savvy and toughness and all. So it's a good group now. We saw you at the Kraken game a couple of weeks ago. Brock thought you were wearing number 32 yeah. to profess your love for running backs. You didn't yeah. put together the whole Kraken sure. 32nd yeah. franchise it was, thing. It was, it was RB. We right. thought you were trying to you – know, you, you were right.
1: Some, <laughs> some, some, <laughs> Big old 32 looking so good on you, Pete. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. It, but it does lead to a question about running backs. You guys drafted two more running backs this year, including another one in the second round. That position must be incredibly important to your it system. Is. It is. No, there's no doubt. Why it is it so important it, to it you? It is because we, we, we want to run the football. We want to have that uh,
2: that aspect of our team that gives us that stability that fits all aspects of your team in one. That's how I see it. I see the running game helps defense and special teams and everything, but it, it also really sets up and complements what you want to do in the throwing game and particular. But you got people
0: out there who will tell you that, you know, the difference between a second round running back and a fifth round running back is not nearly as large as the difference between a second round D tackle and a fifth round D tackle. Why why have you guys gone and, and made an effort to draft running backs? I mean this is the third running back or fourth running back you've drafted in the first two rounds. Why is it you know, I mean, it just tells you about what, how we believe it's just in that the game. important. Yeah,
2: it's, it's that important to have the stability and to have. And there's guys that we've fallen in love with, you know, and and, and uh, to see Zach what he brings and his overall play um, and, and how he'll complement Kenny, um, I think is is uh, really thrilling for us to get that nailed. And then and then we look and here's Macintosh at the end of the draft for us, who could easily have been a, a Third round guy or or higher, he could have been. He has tremendous ability and, and flexibility to fit in too. Really good catcher and a really good open field player. Uh, to to and, and we love what DJ Dallas has done too. DJ had a really kind of an upsurge I thought last year in, in his his uh, how he complimented our play. So. Um, the group is really together. This is a very competitive, solid uh, bunch of guys and, and uh, led by kenny and, and uh, you know Ken's a special football player man he's had a great off season he's had a- terri- he's looked fantastic has been running routes with receivers and doing everything you could hopefully he's ready to be as versatile as, as we could imagine you know so um that part of the game is going to be together, and that's, that's a big part of our football team. So we know that we can fit that together. doesn't mean we're going to run the ball the whole time. That's not it at all. You have to have that, that essence of in your, in your team, I think, to have a championship makeup. And so uh, we've put it together. Johnny did a great job to, you know, to rebuild that spot, and, and, uh, and
1: you'll see. So I waited 20 minutes, okay? We only have like four left uh, to get to the schedule, but that is the news today. I don't it's know if you know road. that, Pete, but the schedule no. actually comes yeah. out. Uh, at the end of the day today, uh, do you have? Have you gotten to see the schedule? Do you do you like the yes, schedule? Yes, you have. any oh, input have. on the schedule. I have,
2: <laughs> yes. and, uh, and and I can't wait to not tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a loyal guy to the cause here. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it, it, you'll before see, you have a few primetime games. You know what I, I? mean, the schedule is what it is. What are you going to do about it? You know, you going to gripe about it, or you know, you're going to glow about it. I don't think there's any either side of that that we should take. It just each week is hard as it can be to beat the team you're playing wherever you're playing them. But there's some interest. Interesting aspects to the schedule that um, I'm sure you, you guys will have a bunch of stuff to talk about, and uh, we'll see. When, you know, I can't say nothing. Do about you it, but.
1: ever put, get any input? I, I know you get to call the league office with officiating at times after games, and you talk about different rules. and I, And I know the owners' meetings and all the involvement. Is there? Do you? There. Do you get a chance to give your say when it comes to, hey, can you just look out for us in this way or that way? Or? Uh, let me put it this way to you. you either competing or you're not, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask you a competition uh-huh. question.
0: When these uh, rookies get in with, with everybody else, what are, the, what are the spots on your team? I know there's competition everywhere. Where is there the most competition this year? Well,
2: the the running back spot is one um, that's going to be really interesting. Uh, I, I'm anxious to see what happens at, at, at Garden Center. You know, that's a that's a live competition now. We got two guys coming in that could start, and, and that that's possible. and We can see that happening, but uh, they got a long ways to go to get that. They got they're going to have to battle guys. That, uh, I'm really fired up about Evan Brown. He's he looked really good for us in in these early days of running our phase two stuff. Um, getting us going so uh phil haynes is ready to be a starter you know he, he wants to own that spot too there's there's a good spot um we'll see what uh what happens at the corner spot you know mike jackson ain't giving up his spot you know and Tariq's not giving up his spot they're going to go battle and so as obvious you would think that that's just an automatic um you know kobe's fighting for his his time i mean it's going to be really exciting to see how this goes um Derek Hall, we'll see what, what what he brings. You know, he's got something for us. You know, so anyway, it, it's going to be. Um, I think they're all competitive, but um, those are all legitimate spots that guys could earn a starting you know opportunity. And uh, our, our guys know, and I said this to them when we started the off season that uh, as we begin this off season. We always take a look at the young guys. We always force those guys to the front, just like we did with you. You know, remember you—they had that same chance, and uh, I expect every one of them to battle their ass off to not let anybody take their spot. You you know, know, right? and that's that's
0: how it works. We gotta go. Uh, I, we, we gotta, gotta let you front. go. Just be excited. You sure? For... Let's
2: do pop another
0: 50. <laughs>
2: come on, <Brock>. <laughs> I've got nothing else to do. I don't that. think I Bump or Stacy
0: <laughs> would be very happy with us if we did that. We take up their time. The, let them all about. come in. Do hey, like they do on, on, I heard you had fun with Bump and Stacy. Oh, they're awesome. They were right. Yeah, yeah. Stacy was all over it.
1: You'd love to compete. You know what Bill Belichick used to do for the media in New England? He used to get on a whiteboard Nothing and true. teach them technique. <laughs> he did. I think for your media in that little room, in that little whiteboard, if you could just teach just a little bit of 4334. You
0: sit down front. with us for an hour, the whole media. Yeah. Whiteboard. Why don't you come on up? i got a nice little board in my room. Just Ready to that. go? Just talk about it. You, t- you got my number? Text me. I'll be there in that day to come watch that. I will that. spin circles around your head. You'll have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I already don't <laughs> know, know what you're talking about half of the time. Coach, we appreciate it. It's great to see the smile on your face right. and great All to right. see the rookies That's in the here this weekend.